Today, I'll be talking a little bit on wonders of mercy. Somebody say wonders of mercy. And I'll be talking about seven wonders. I'm not making them seven. There are seven in the Bible. There are seven wonders of mercy. Somebody says seven wonders of mercy. Are you ready for this one? So let's continue uh, defining mercy. Remember we spoke about what is mercy as God's system of advantage, right? Let's continue. All right? Hmm. Mercy also means divine partiality. All right? It makes protocols to be broken. When a mercy comes upon a person, this person is advantaged already than you. Whether you may choose to believe it or not, but from what we read in the Bible here, God chose certain people compared to others. Whether you like it or not. He actually said himself in Romans 9. Romans 9 verse 14. Mm -hmm. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? God forbid. 15. Verse 15. For he said to Moses, mm -hmm. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. Exactly. And we will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. 16. Verse 16. So then it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of God that showeth mercy. He says it's not for the one who wants it. It's not for you because you are willing. I, I want to have that a, a marriage like that. No. He says it's mercy. He says I want to be a billionaire in the kingdom of God. No. It is about mercy. It's not about the one who runs. The way they runneth, it means competes. That running there is for competition. Even if you go into a competition, the Bible says it is not about those who are competing. It is about God who shows mercy. Am I talking to somebody here? So, this one, it is the meaning of mercy. It is divine partiality. God, he can decide. Oh, I, I, are you here, right? It makes certain people to be advantaged than other people. And why don't you need it? God has given us all these weapons in the Bible that you can pray for them. But guess what? People are praying for what? People are praying for healing. People are praying for certain things. Yet all you need is mercy. When the mercy comes upon you, you will see what will happen. So number one, I want you to see that. Mercy, this is what the mercy can do. Number two, mercy means divine favor. It also means divine overruling. Am I talking to somebody here? It means what? Divine what? We just read Romans 9 verse 15. Divine overruling. This one has nothing even before you are born. When you read that Romans chapter 9, the Bible says before you were born, God has already ruled to say I'll favor this one and not this one. I will show mercy on this one and not this one. It overrules. That's why no matter how sinful you may be, when mercy comes upon you, God says, I've forgiven you. Amen. Oh, am I talking to somebody here? Yes. Somebody say, mercy. mercy. 
no matter how wrong you were, no matter what you have done or committed, because of mercy, God looks at you and says, you know what? <laughs> let's move. Let's move on. Let's move on. Because of mercy. Somebody say mercy. So mercy brings divine overruling. God can actually overrule certain things because of mercy. Because he has mercy on you. This is where you see people without qualifications becoming millionaires. Because it will overrule their qualifications. When mercy comes upon you, it doesn't matter how you look. Are you hearing me? And look at the Bible. People like Esther. I told you before. There are so many comments about Queen Esther. Most people have got different understanding about Queen Esther. To say, oh, how was Esther? How old was she? How old was Queen Esther? But if you study more about Queen Esther, she was not a child. She wasn't. Are you hearing me? If you study so much about Ruth, she was actually married before. Are you understanding what I'm saying to you? She was a widow. But when Boaz looked upon her, his heart melted. Overruling. And guess who she was? She was not a Jew. She was a Moabite. And the Bible does not allow a Jew to marry a Moabite. They never allow them. By the, if you go until today, Moabites and Israel, they were enemies. When the Israelites were coming from Egypt, going to Israel, the Moabites said, you will not pass through our country. They are so much enemies. But when mercy came upon Ruth, Boaz overruled everything. Are you, are you hearing what I'm talking about? Sometimes I receive the mercy. So mercy overrules. Mercy also means divine acceptance against human rejection. I have seen people who the world rejected them, including myself, but God accepted. Somebody say mercy. Where people reject you, when mercy comes upon you, it doesn't matter who says they don't want you. One day they will want you. Mercy means divine interest. It is when God is interested in your affairs. And he brings unusual interventions. God had an interest in Jacob. Are you hearing me? God had what? He had an interest in Jacob. And what Jacob was trying to do, he wasn't even supposed to steal a blessing from the father. Because an angel will automatically, one day he will come and struggle with him the whole night. And he would already ask to say, bless me. And already the angel will bless. There was already an angel to bless him. You don't have to fight for God. 
Jacob took matters in his own hands to say, I will take this blessing myself. He didn't know that God had already an interest. Am I talking to somebody? Some of you, God has an interest. He knows this woman will be one day, she will sponsor the ministry. You see even how you're answering. So because you don't even know, you are struggling now on your own, trying to do this, trying to, and you're even giving up now like Jacob. Jacob will reach the level to say, I'm giving up. But he didn't realize God had what? Divine interest. There are certain people, God knows, he has interest in those people. Mercy is a cornerstone, a very serious cornerstone of God's character. It is evidenced by how it is repeated in the Bible and mentioned. It is mentioned 262 times in the King James Version. The word mercy. Can you imagine that? Just one word. 262 times. 262 times in KJV, 157 times in English Standard Version, 99 times in the New American Standard Bible, 170 times in Amplified Bible, 146 times in English Translation. Just to emphasize the word mercy. Yet we all jump it. We don't even pray for it. Declare mercy. Speak mercy. Let's go to the seven wonders of mercy. All right? Someone said that seven wonders of mercy. So let's look at the seven wonders. Mercy has got seven wonders when it comes upon you. Wonders. Seven wonders will happen. Number one. All right. So mercy triumph over judgment. <laughs> A woman of mercy, it doesn't matter what you judge her or what you think of her. A man of mercy, you can judge him and think he's finished. Somebody say mercy. Speak louder properly. You, you are not saying it. As if you're looking for it. Say mercy. Mercy. James 2 from verse 12 to 13. The Bible says what? It says. James 2 verse 12. So speak and so. And so do as those who will be judged by the law of liberty. Verse number 13. For judgment is without mercy. To the one who has, who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Mercy what? Triumphs over judgment. It doesn't matter who takes you away. Who judges, who wants to judge you in any court. Mercy triumphs over judgment. It doesn't matter who thinks this of you. There are people who have already judged you. By how they are looking at you now. You have no car. You are struggling with how you are living. Your living conditions now are so bad. And they think this is your end. But mercy. Triumph. 
Am I talking to somebody right here? Huh? When Jesus was on the cross, everybody said it is finished. You said you are the Messiah. Save yourself on the cross. You were healing people. Heal yourself. You resurrected people. On the third day, there was darkness to whole Israel. I said, what's going on? There was an earthquake. What is going on? The stone rolled away. Mercy, triumph. You judged him that he is finished. But he's, behold, he's alive. Am I talking to somebody right here? Someone said, mercy, triumph over judgment. Triumph over judgment. When Gideon, when they were choosing soldiers, are you, are you understand what I'm talking about? The Bible speaks when they were choosing soldiers, they were looking for those who looked strong and might. So they went into the whole town and picked all the strong guys. And they looked at the kid and they said, Are ah, you? Go to the farm. Are you hearing me? You look like you. you, you. Who do you think you are? So they took him out. Are you understand what I'm saying? They took him what? By his, by, by his stature. They said, you cannot be a soldier. They judged him and left him. When he was busy in the farm, an angel came and he said, you shall be the commander of those soldiers. He said, what? Say, you shall be the commander. And I will send you there. And now you will be the one to remove other soldiers to go home. And you only take few with you. He said, what are you talking about? He said, now you shall be a commander. He said, but I'm not even qualified to be a soldier. He said, go. When he went there, the Bible said, when he went there, everybody said, Gideon is going to be our commander now. Now he became a commander. Then he took all the soldiers for war. God said, stop. He said, send them home. The ones who sent him home, it is him sending them home. Mercy. The people you are borrowing money from, they shall borrow from you. Mercy triumphs. Tell that neighbor, if you have a neighbor, tell that neighbor, say, I know you may even be judging me right now. Mercy will triumph over your judgment. Am I talking to somebody right here? To that neighbor, say, you may be judging me now. By the mercy of God, who triumph over your judgment. Raise your hands and say, Amen. Amen. Are you following somebody? Yes. Say, Mercy yes. triumphs Triumph. over judgment. That's the first wonder of mercy. First wonder. Hello. Somebody uh, told me, he said he applied for a tender and they left him out. Citing that his company 
was not capable to deliver. You know, they check your documents. If you have all relevant things for you to deliver the, the, the project. So when they checked the person, the person didn't have relevant document, I mean, uh, equipment. So they said no. They turned him down. And they picked three major companies. And the person came to me. So the person came with the documents. I laid my hand upon the documents. All I spoke was in great mercy. What did I say? And I said, go. I said, Papa, you didn't even pray. I said, go. So, Papa, the have already picked the people. I said, go. Great mercy. What happened? That great mercy triumphed. They had to judge the company. So, the three companies they took. The first company, the second, and third. The first company, it was given the project. They messed up the project. So, they said, no, we have to. They emailed all companies to resubmit again. And then they person did again the submission. And they picked this person this second time. As I'm talking now, the person is doing this project. Mercy triumphs. They had judged the person. They don't have equipment. But mercy will come. And even if you don't have equipment, they will say, we need you. Moses didn't know how to talk. But God said, I need you. Am I talking to somebody here? David. David. Every small boy. Everybody had judged him to say, how, what can you do to Goliath? Mercy triumphs. The man had no equipment. The man didn't have weapons. The guy, when he was given equipment of King Saul, the Bible said he couldn't even drag it. It was too heavy for him. I said, eh? <laughs> Ah, today, we're about to watch our young brother. His, his elder brothers. We're about to watch our young brother being killed because of pride. But he, they didn't realize that the mercy triumphs you are judging him wrong. Yes. The mercies of the Lord. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Even if some of you have judged yourself wrongly. But when the mercy comes. Can you imagine even Mary? She said, who am I? She said, I don't even know a man. She didn't even realize that next week she was getting married. <laughs> Some of you are like, I don't even know a guy. Mercy. I prophesy. Wherever there was a judgment against you, whosoever made a judgment against you, mercy will triumph over that judgment. Can you imagine a doctor telling you like, oh, your tubes are blocked. You can't have a baby. That's a judgment. You have been judged medically that you can't have a child. And then major one touches you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? 
Are you understanding what I'm talking about? Yes. Do you know Solomon, the richest man? Do you know Solomon? Yes. Do you know who was the mother? The mother of Solomon was Bathsheba. A woman who he had killed the husband for him to, to take the woman. And God was so angry. The story of Solomon, that's why Solomon said, you have shown me great mercy. Because that woman became pregnant again and gave birth to a son. And the name was Solomon. Are you hearing me? The actual son from the first wife of David was supposed to be the one being a king. And in fact, he was in the stadium for inauguration where he was being crowned as a king. But Bathsheba, who had Solomon as a son, secretly sneaked to prophet Nathan. You are not understanding the story. She said, Nathan, you are a prophet, you are my prophet. I know my son is not worthy to be a king. I know I'm not worthy, but I have come to you as a prophet. Do something. And Nathan said, but we have Adonijah. The son from the first wife of, of David. Right now he's being crowned as a king. He said, no, 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 no. But did he come to you, my prophet? Nathan said, no. So do something. Remember, remember, remember how Nathan hated Bathsheba. Remember it is Nathan who went to David and rebuked him against this woman. Do you remember? It's the same prophet who even punished the child to die. Are you hearing me? But the woman was, didn't take it personal. She loved the prophet. She said, you are my prophet. Major, major, major. Are you hearing me, somebody? Said, hey, you. Now, I'm now. Said, it's okay. Let's fix it. He said, by tomorrow, your son shall be a king. So now go to David. Begin to talk anything nonsense to him. As you'll be talking, I'll come in and I'll confirm what you're talking about. Am I talking to somebody, right? That's how Solomon became a king. And became the most rich. And then Solomon, we actually read the scripture right here. I showed you. Did, did I show you right? I showed you here the scripture, right? From the from the book of First Chronicles. From the book of uh, sorry, Second Chronicles 1, verse 8. Second Chronicles 1, verse 8. What does the Bible say? See what Solomon said. Read it. It says. And, and Solomon said to God. Who said? Solomon. Exactly. Said to God. 
you have shown great mercy to David, my father, uh -huh. and have made me king in his place. Did you hear that? What did it take for him to become a king? Great mercy. Great mercy, yes. Because he knew that here it can only be mercy. I don't deserve, I'm not even in the clan. But that son who came is the one who God said, Now you shall be a king. People may think, people had to judge that family. Humans could judge that family, say, Oh, what is this? But God said, you can judge, but mercy will triumph over your judgment. I prophesy to you. It doesn't matter what people think about you. I speak that mercy will triumph every judgment. I know some of you, your accounts are dry. But mercy will triumph over your dry accounts. I speak in the name of Jesus. May mercy follow you wherever you go. So I receive it. Number two. Are you following? Seven wonders of what? Number one. The first wonder. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Number two. Mercy silences your enemies. And humiliates them. It will humiliate your enemy and silence them. When mercy comes, it's a wonder of mercy. A woman who has mercy, no matter how people may fight her, a man who has got mercy, no matter how people may gang against you, it will become so silent as if nothing happened. You didn't hear this. What, Psalms 143, verse 12. Psalms 143, verse 12. Did you hear this? Oh, yes. In your mercy. In your what? God of my enemies. Did you hear that? And destroy all those who afflict my soul. Oh. For I am your servant. Oh. Afflict them. Destroy them. In your mercy. It is a wonder of mercy. Cut off. In your mercy. Cut off. Someone who is planning your downfall. Mercy will cut them off. I will see. Someone say mercy. Mercy. Are you understanding this message at all? It's a wonder of mercy. Cutting off enemies. Anyone, if you have enemies wherever you are, I want to promise you, you shall see them no more. For mercy shall cut them off from your life. Read again the scripture. You, you didn't read it properly. Read it again. Amplified Bible. In your loving kindness, silence and destroy my enemies and destroy all those who afflict my life, for I am your servant. Can you imagine, David, if 
Some of you, you're like, ah, God of David. God, do you, are you seeing the secret of David? He was using mercy. You may actually think it's a wrong prayer to say, God, in your mercy, silence my enemies. Because you'll be thinking maybe God will have mercy over my enemies. No. Actually, God, in his mercy, silence. Destroy them in your mercy. I prophesy mercy. A wonder of mercy. Receive it in the name of Jesus. God will silence your enemy. I receive. It doesn't say that he's going to kill them. But silence. How? We don't know. Maybe God will just bless you too much. That your enemy will just say, eh. Maybe God will just give you more favor. Maybe you become the boss of your enemy. We don't know how, but we know one thing. God will silence. When Gideon now, who had enemies, who chased him from the camp, and he had gone to the field, when he came back, he was a commander. All those who were laughing at Gideon, they were quiet. When David was going to kill Goliath, they were all laughing at him. And the man went in mercy. When he killed Goliath, all those who were laughing. Are you understand what I'm talking about? Somebody say mercy. I think you didn't know much about mercy. Now, when you pray, when you pray, mercy on my feet. Mercy on my feet. Mercy on my head. Mercy in my hands. Mercy in my hands. Mercy on my mouth. Mercy. Somebody shout mercy. 